Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Live Sunday morning, some clouds uh, to start off, even some rain later, a high of 50 on Sunday. Currently in Rockville, we're at 39 degrees. This is WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP-FM, Washington. WWWTFM fm Nassus. WTLP-FM, Braddock Heights, Frederick. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's 1159. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sos. Coming up here on WTOP, a four-day pause in fighting between Israel and Hamas, followed by a release of hostages expected to begin any time now. An update in our area to that deadly shooting involving a park police officer in northwest D.C. just before the holiday. Inmates at a Maryland prison say they're thankful for a second chance. I'm Kate Ryan. Why some Virginia lawmakers are trying to change the state's constitution, I'm Nick Einelli. You can knock out your holiday gift shopping at small businesses in our area. I'm Ralph Fox. Commanders lose in blowout fashion to the Cowboys in Texas. It's 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Foley. Just about now, a four-day ceasefire is supposed to start in Gaza between Israel and Hamas. A few hours later, to be followed by releases of Palestinian prisoners in Israeli jails in exchange for hostages taken by Hamas in the October 7 terrorist raids. But until the guns and the bombers are confirmed silent, the BBC's Orla Garin tells us... People are very concerned about the possibility of being duped. and Many are afraid that this deal could fall apart after one day, that perhaps the first group will be released and then that something will go wrong. I think it goes without saying that there is no trust here uh, in the motives of Hamas and of course worries about how many of these hostages are actually alive. There has been no proof of life provided through this entire period. All this causing roller coaster emotions for Israelis like Eli David, his brothers among the hostages, hostages not expected to be freed in the first group. I still fear for his life and we know nothing about him, about these medical situation and so on. Apparently related to the tensions over the Mideast war, a former State Department official in the Obama administration, Stuart Seldowitz, is now facing hate crime charges in New York City. He was caught on video launching into an Islamophobic rant against a food cart vendor. Mohammed Hussein recorded Seldowitz several times on different days outside his halal food cart and says he made anti-Islamic statements. You're a terrorist. You support terrorists. Seldowitz had been a career State Department official and also worked for the Obama administration as acting director for South Asia at the National Security Council. Correspondent Roxana Saberi, also in New York, very different story despite the heightened security, the annual Thanksgiving parade. From the dazzling floats and A-list performances to SpongeBob SquarePants, the massive Pillsbury Doughboy, and of course, Snoopy. Millions of people packed the New York City streets to catch a glimpse of their favorite characters soaring through the sky. Correspondent Tom Hansen. In southeast Alaska, the search goes on for an adult and two children missing after a landslide ripped through a remote fishing community, and there are fears of more landslides. And one of the biggest signs that people need to be listening for are noises like rumbling, trees cracking, boulders knocking, especially if that noise starts as a faint noise and gets louder and louder and louder. Barrett Salisbury, he is an Alaska state geologist. Better news reported in Kentucky, G- G- CSX, says the chemical 
chemical fire at a train derailment that caused evacuations is out. Residents can now return to their homes. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. It's 12.03 on Friday morning, November the 24th. Many of us are cleaning up after a great Thanksgiving. 40 degrees. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dan Roman. Welcome into the overnight shift here on WTOP. Our top local story we're following this hour. D.C. police have identified the suspect killed in an exchange of gunfire with a U.S. Park officer yesterday. They say that 30-year-old Terrell Durante Campbell fled from the officers following a drug violation incident in the area of the 12th Street area and Massachusetts intersection northwest. At some point, gunfire was exchanged between a single officer and Campbell. Police say Campbell was shot. He was taken to a local hospital where he died. The Park Police officer who fired the shots was also struck multiple times in the torso and the legs. He's said to be in stable condition this morning. U.S. Park Police are investigating the incident as well as reviewing body cam footage. The officer is on administrative leave. Why some inmates at a Maryland prison say they're grateful this Thanksgiving weekend. Jermaine Williams and Timothy Hawkins are both enrolled in a four-year degree program at Bowie State University. But they're working for their degrees from behind bars at the Jessup Correctional Institution. Hawkins tells WTOP. If you on the outside looking in, you think you may have a bunch of idiots running around here. They're not. We're not. You know, there are a lot of people who actually want to learn and want the opportunity. An opportunity, he says, he's thankful for. Williams feels the same. Now he says he can look at where he was and where he's headed towards a four-year degree. So I'm going to say, yes, I'm grateful for being here, for being given a second chance to even be here. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. Virginia lawmakers get back to work in Richmond on January the 10th and will be getting a sneak peek at some of the legislation they'll be considering. On the table for lawmakers will be two amendments that would change the state's constitution, including one that would guarantee a woman's right to an abortion. Scott Suraville, the Virginia Senate's new majority leader, has expressed strong interest in moving ahead with that. I don't think there's any question that both the House and the Senate are going to hopefully pass resolutions to put a woman's right to make our own health care decisions into the Constitution of Virginia. The other amendment would ensure that felons get their voting rights restored after they serve their time. Under current law, felons can't get their voting rights back unless they petition the governor and the governor signs off on it. It's not easy to amend the Constitution, though. It requires both the House and Senate to pass the amendments during two separate legislative sessions, and then the amendment would need to be approved by voters. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. It's 12.06. Meanwhile, Virginia State Delegate Don Scott is set to become the Commonwealth's first ever Black House Speaker after Democrats flipped the chamber earlier this month. He'll be sworn in next year. The Hampton Roads delegate appeared on the NBC program Meet the Press Now. He says there is plenty of room to work with Virginia's Republican governor, Glenn Youngkin. The governor has already signaled that he's ready to reset and ready to work with us. Mental health reform, dealing with the opioid crisis, making sure that we do things to make sure that we make our mental health care system more accessible and more robust. Uh, we've neglected, invested in that system, and now we've seen uh, that we have some issues that we need to show up. I think we have an opioid uh, substance abuse crisis going on in the Commonwealth of Virginia and throughout the country. I think we can address that and agree on that. I think the governor is interested. He's a businessman. 
man. Mm -hmm. He's interested in increasing economic development and economic activity in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And we want to make sure that we do that in partnership with him. I think there are several areas that we can work together. Delegate Scott says he'll also work hard to restore the rights for ex-felons. As the holiday shopping frenzy kicks off, there's lots of creative local options to fill that void. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Well, maybe not a hippo, but small businesses in the DMV have plenty of choices. Animal lovers, there's a water bottle that has a detachable travel bowl for your pet. It's available at the Big Bad Wolf in Tacoma. Beauty and health options abound in Clarendon at Lemon and Whim. Also, thinking gift cards, Middleburg Salamander Spa has you covered with seasonal promotions on massages and wraps. Coffee can always be a good option. Swings Coffee Roasters has a monthly subscription to make sure your cup never runs dry. And if all else fails... I want a hippopotamus to play with and enjoy. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. We have a complete list of holiday gifts online at WTOP.com. Coming up after traffic and weather, all eyes in the cash registers on Black Friday as the retail shopping patterns change. We'll have the latest coming up. WTOP News Time, it's 12.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the H. Let's go to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dan. Good morning, everyone. One accident working in Fairfax County, wrapping up Centerville Road at New Braddock Road. The crash southbound 95 in Fredericksburg. Just south of Plank Road has been cleared. No delays either side of 95 between Fredericksburg and Springfield, whether in the main lanes or the express lanes. Likewise, 395 is clear. Just be aware of the broken-down tractor-trailer. It sits on the ramp from southbound 395 to get onto the Little River Turnpike. You can, you uh, do have access to 236. Just be aware of the traffic trailer or tractor-trailer over on the side. No issues on 66. All lanes are clear between the Beltway and Haymarket and in Maryland 270 wide open leaving the Beltway heading out to Frederick and back. No major worries anywhere on the Capitol Beltway in Maryland or Virginia for that matter with all lanes clear. There are no reported accidents. Very light volume of traffic. 270 or uh, rather 95 and 295 between the two Beltways running in the clear. 29 coming in from Ellicott City to Silver Spring. There are no delays. Route 50 leaving the Capitol Beltway heading to the Bay Bridge is wide open both sides. And at the Bay Bridge, two lanes east, three lanes west, no congestion. Want to test an electric car? Plug in to Fitzmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at Fitzmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. 2-7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Hey, your Friday here is going to be issue-free. It's going to be dry, but we are going to be picking up a few clouds from late morning through the afternoon. Temperatures early this morning in the 30s. It's cold. 50 to 55 degrees by the afternoon. That'll put us right near average for this Friday. And your Saturday is looking like it's going to be chilly. We'll start out with morning temperatures in the 20s to lower 30s. We'll top out some 10 degrees lower in the lower to mid 40s across the area with partly sunny skies. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. It is 44 right now in Frederick, 37 in Manassas, 46 degrees Metro Center. The weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com today. Money News on WTOP, 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's check in with Jeff Claybaugh. It'll be a new home for the holidays for many families. The number of contracts signed to buy a home in October was the highest. 
in a year. Lending Tree says nearly half of home buyers now make an offer on a home without physically touring it. 30% who've made a sight unseen offer say it wasn't their first choice. Do you have unused gift cards? Bank rate says 47% of U.S. adults have at least one unused gift card or store credit. 22% report they've lost it or forgot where it is. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, we'll talk with foreign policy expert Michael O'Hallahan, Michael O'Hanian at the Brookings Institution about what's next for the people of Israel and Gaza after the fighting starts. WTOP News time is 12-11. One smile is great, but one smile in a community of smiles is so much better. A smile has a secret power that most people don't know about. A smile multiplies. It spreads from one person to the next, stretching across entire groups of people. Smile Train knows this and is proud to be creating a wave of smiles across the cleft lip and palate community in over 70 countries. Patients, doctors, advocates, fundraisers. Collectively, our smiles are a celebration of the transformed lives of over 1.5 million children. Learn how Smile Train is helping the cleft lip and palate community at smiletrain.org slash learn. Smile Train, changing the world one smile at a time. 1212. How can federal agencies address cyber vulnerabilities while also transforming operations? One smart approach is attack surface management, explains Maximus's Michael Sieber, Senior Director of Cybersecurity in the series Forward Thinking Government, sponsored by Maximus. When it comes to digital transformation, you're looking at a bunch of integration of different software, hardware type activity for security. Some things are going to be interoperable out of the box. Others are going to take some configuration. That's the danger, that misconfiguration, making sure that things are integrated across the board. Attack surface management is where you're trying to make sure that you can see your entire network, understand what the risk is based on the vulnerability that's there, and prioritize that. Make sure that you're addressing the high-risk items first, and then you're mitigating so that there is less attack room for an adversary to gain access to your networks. Visit Maximus.com slash federal to learn more about how to transform your agency's operations securely. It was definitely less than a Texas showdown for the Commanders against the Cowboys. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. In the heart of our city, there are children and families who face enormous challenges. They live in neighborhoods that have been impacted by years of disinvestment and barriers to their success. But there is hope. Horton's Kids is a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering children and families living in D.C.'s most under-resourced communities. We serve 600 children and families living in Southeast D.C. to help them overcome obstacles and thrive. But we can't do it alone. We need your support to continue providing vital resources like tutoring and mentoring, nutritious meals, and enrichment programming to these deserving children. Imagine the possibilities. By investing in Horton's Kids, you're investing in the future of our community and giving children and their families a chance to achieve their dreams. So please join us. Visit Hortonskids.org today to learn more about our programs, volunteer, or make a donation. Together, we can transform lives. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 
Good morning. It's 1214. I'm Dan Ronan. Thanks for being with us. We continue our coverage of the crisis in the Middle East on WTOP. A four-day ceasefire in Gaza between Israel and Hamas is now underway. It's a day later than originally planned. Qatari officials say an initial group of 13 hostages will be released at some point later today. Israeli government spokesman Avi Hyman tells Fox News the conflict, though, is far from over. Still, there's two. there'll be more than 200 Israelis still stuck in underground dungeons being held by masked monsters with machine guns, Hamas terrorists. WTOP's Dimitri Sotis now speaks with Michael O'Hanion. He is the Phil Knight Chair in Defense and Strategy at the Brookings Institution about what's next in Gaza. Well, I think that Israel's trying very hard to be certainly more discriminating and selective than, let's say, President Assad of Syria when he would go into cities that he thought were terrorist, in his mind, terrorist sanctuaries, and just pummel them and obliterate them to the ground deliberately and comprehensively as a matter of strategy. It's also the way the Russians handled the Chechnya civil war to a large extent. But I think, nonetheless, even though Israel's trying to be more careful and only target buildings where it has a particular reason to think Hamas is present, as, as you imply with your question correctly, there are also civilians in all these buildings. And so Israel cannot really pursue its military goals without substantial civilian casualties. It's just a military fact of life. And it's a very sad reality, but it's it's hard to see it any other way. Bear in mind, this war has been horrible for the Palestinians, as we all know. But, of course, uh, most Palestinians, the vast preponderance, and let's pray this continues, have survived so far. And uh, I think that Israel will try to protect civilians where it can, but it's also made it abundantly clear that it feels an absolute requirement to to annihilate Hamas. So that's just going to inherently create these kinds of situations where civilians die. I think we have to start thinking about a longer term plan for Gaza. And I think it's going to have to involve some kind of U.N. trusteeship with a strong international security force. And a recognition by Hamas it can't rule there anymore, a recognition by Israel that it can't rule there or occupy indefinitely. And I think it's going to be time very soon to start pushing this agenda. Is there a final thought, whether it be how much longer this war may last? Well, the main point I would add, which is sort of implied in our conversation and what we're all watching, is that no one really knows how to conduct this kind of an operation successfully. And I don't think Israel had a great plan for how to do it. I think Israel was completely blindsided. Some of their initial hesitancy to go into Gaza on the ground was because they didn't really know what to do when they got there. Yes, they have certain tactical instincts, some of which are correct, some of which are more nebulous or maybe even incorrect, but they're feeling their way. And it seems sort of strange to say that for a country that's been dealing with challenges to all of its borders for a long time. But urban warfare is inherently difficult, inherently bloody for civilians as well as for fighters. And Israel's going to have to face this fundamental question of at what point have they done enough to take out most of the Hamas infrastructure, even if they can't and won't get everybody. I think we're probably nearing that point, but it's going to depend partly, again, on what comes next and having a strong enough international security force in Gaza that Hamas cannot reconstitute because Hamas right now is on its heels, but it's not gone and it will try to reconstitute if things stop like they are right now. Michael O'Hallion with the Brookings Institute. 
A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. The four-day truce is now underway in Israel between Israel and Hamas. Sometime today, there is expected to be the release of 13 Israeli hostages from Gaza. Trucks loaded with humanitarian aid are also preparing to enter Gaza as part of the four-day pause in the fighting. Keep it here on WTOP. During the overnight shift, we'll have all the details here on 103.5. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Ken in the WTOP Traffic Center. Watch for the broken down vehicle southbound 395 on the ramp to the Little River Turnpike. It's over on the side. You do have access to 236. Just be aware of the broken down tractor trailer. Otherwise, the ride on both sides of 395 between Springfield and the Pentagon Clear. That's both in the main lanes and the express lanes. No worries on the Capitol Beltway. Both in Virginia and Maryland, all lanes are clear. No accidents reported. 66 in Virginia Clear, leaving the Beltway heading out to Haymarket and back. The ride on 95, both directions along the corridor in Virginia between Springfield and Fredericksburg wide open. There's only a crash on southbound 95 south of Plank Road long gone. No residual delays in Maryland. A good-looking ride on the Beltway. And there's not seeing any major delays on 50 leaving the Beltway to the east to the Bay Bridge. 95 and 295 clear between the two Beltways. 29 wide open between Silver Spring and Ellicott City. All lanes are clear. And 270 a wide open ride as you make the way from Bethesda up to Frederick and back. I'm Ken WTOP traffic. Thanks, Ken. Now to 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. I am tracking the next weather maker. It is going to be moving into our area today, and we are going to have some additional cloud cover. Should remain dry, though, the way it's looking right now. Temperatures will start out in the 30s. We'll top out in the low to mid-50s. Hey, that's seasonable for this time of the year. But again, quite a few clouds until sunset when clouds start exiting. That's going to leave us with partly sunny skies for your Saturday and much cooler air. Mid-40s for highs on Saturday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 41 right now in Centerville, 38 in Upper Marlboro, 47 degrees in our nation's capital at 1221. Coming up on WTOP, the state of Maryland is going to get some additional money that's been in dispute for more than 20 years. The money could be used for anti-smoking efforts, we'll explain on WTOP. WTOP News Time, 1221. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org. You have a plan for the day, right? But that usually changes by lunchtime. Then changes again before dinner. It's the same with breaking news. New information just coming in. We're just getting word. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Don't miss what's happening in the Washington region. Keep up with the changes. Check back with WTOP for the latest two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. If you're 19 or older with certain underlying medical conditions such as asthma or diabetes, you can get vaccinated against pneumococcal pneumonia, a potentially serious bacterial lung disease that can disrupt your life for weeks. If you're 65 or older, it is also recommended you get vaccinated against pneumococcal pneumonia, no matter the season. Talk to your doctor about vaccination today and learn more at lung.org slash protect yourself. A message from the American Lung Association in collaboration with Pfizer. 
This is WTOP News. It's 1222. Fighting rising crime in Annapolis, the city police department has launched a new unit last week. The Capital Gazette reports the special enforcement action team will prioritize serving arrest warrants for violent crimes and investigate what they call specific offenders with a record of violent offenses. They'll also target people who are stealing cars as well as catalytic converters. A word of warning, though, from some critics, because specialized police units such as Baltimore's Gun Trace Task Force and the Memphis unit responsible for the killing of Tyree Nichols have exploded into controversy by employing what critics say are overly aggressive tactics that damage community trust. Maryland will get more than $30 million in disputed payments. The state was set to get nearly 25 years ago when the landmark settlement between the tobacco companies in nearly every state was approved. The Baltimore Sun reports a panel of arbitrators unanimously ruled the funds were owed the state by tobacco giants Philip Morris, which makes Marlboro and Parliament Cigarettes, and R.J. Reynolds, which owns Camel and Newport. No comment yet from the attorneys representing the tobacco companies. An investigation has begun into the company behind Taylor Swift shows following a fan's death in Brazil. A cause of death still hasn't been announced, but the 23-year-old fan's death in Rio is being investigated as an alleged crime of danger to life or health. Authorities will look into everything from the stadium structure to the availability of water. Event organizers are expected to testify. Temperatures topped 102 degrees the day that fan died. And at one point, Taylor Swift herself had trouble breathing on stage. The heat wave later forced her to postpone her Saturday show. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Former Olympic runner Oscar Pretorius could be granted parole after nearly 10 years in prison. The double amputee Olympic runner was convicted of a charge comparable to third-degree murder for the shooting of Riva Steenkamp multiple times in his home in the pre-dawn hours of Valentine's Day in 2013. He turned 37 this week and has been given a second chance at parole after he was wrongly ruled ineligible at a first hearing in March. Serious offenders in South Africa must serve at least half of their sentence to be eligible for parole, which Pistorius has done. The killing happened when Pistorius was at the height of his fame and just months after he had become the first double amputee to compete at the Olympics. And one of sport's most marketable figures, having overcome the amputation of both of his legs below the knee as a baby to run on specially designed carbon fiber blades. A lawyer for Steenkamp's mother said she will not oppose Pistorius's parole. I'm Lisa Dwyer. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. What's next for the Commanders? Here's Steve Dresner. We'll start with NFL action from Dallas. Commanders falling to the Cowboys 45-10. to They're now 4-8. Quarterback Sam Howell, 28 for 44. 300 yards. He did have a rushing touchdown. However, he did give up a costly pick six in the fourth quarter. After the game, Commanders head coach Ron Rivera on his quarterback's play. I thought Sam did some things. He was he was efficient early on. Um, you know, got the, made some really good decisions, got the ball out early. But, you know, when you, you get into a, a, a position where you're, you're trying to score and they know you're trying to score, it gets really tough on you.